Uh, hey, everybody, and welcome to Rough Stuff, the show where we invite our friends on and have them tell humiliating stories about them from childhood. Uh, and I am one of your hosts, Bridget Greenberg, and I run an Instagram account for a dog. Cool. I am the other co-host. My name is Sarah Griffith, and the other night I cried at the mere thought of the song Where Are You Christmas, written by Mariah Carey for How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Yeah, and uh, who's our co-host? Announce yourself. Oh, I've been promoted to co-host. He's co-host. Right. Yeah, oh, welcome. I'm the oh. third. I'm the third of your co-hosts. You're, you're uh, here forever now. <laughs> permanent fixture. Uh, Got to be making some changes. My name is Adam yeah. Ganser, and I am very pleased to be here. Also, slightly terrified. Uh, a little scared to be here. I, I'm I'm so excited that you're here because it it almost feels like I'm in the power seat now, and that's <laughs> never been true. Oh, and all I, our time working together. I, you know how I, I just did a like a like a one minute meditation before I started recording. I'm like, do not take away Bridget's ability to run her show. Like, <laughs> I, I, did, I was like, do not take it away from Bridget. So go ahead, uh, man. Enjoy the throne. It, it's truly stealing candy from a baby. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's taking away any authority I try to hold. It, it just it comes and goes. Yeah, but, you uh, literally named him a co-host. Like right now, I, I I am I immediately conceded power under zero pressure, None. which just, is I was like put, putting it back on her. Like, are you sure? I'm giving her looks. Don't do it. But you know, she no. gave it right over to me. So what are you going to do? Look, we'll have you um, on this podcast forever if you uh, agree to my terms. And uh, that's uh, it. Begins with uh, tell us um, a, a little bit about a teenage Adam. Oh my know? god. Uh, there was a there was a moment before 1998 uh, mm. when teenage Adam could have gone many directions, <laughs> but the direction he did go was uh, one foot larger in height between the summers of 1997 <laughs> and 98, mm. and my entire world changed because oh. like, like I was five three until I was a senior in high school, and I oh. came back. Oh yeah, you ready for this? I came back a foot taller my senior year of high school, and there was fear. There was fear. I'm, I'm, like there were so many people that had just been assholes for like four years. It changed everything for me. That's, I have been Napoleon my whole life because of this shit. That's amazing. I yeah. didn't know you were a short kid. Wow. Oh yeah. And to be yeah, yeah my jaw is on the yeah, floor. Uh, I am if, five if Adam's now. quite an imposing figure. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that's incredible. Uh, a full foot. Yeah, I was I was five three. Yeah, I, I I bizarrely decided to play football in junior high or in high school. I think to prove something. Yeah, so, uh, I don't know what, and I don't know what? if I did. <laughs> but what what position were you playing at five three? Oh, uh, I was playing lineman B, and it wasn't uh, height based. It was uh, weight and talent based. Yeah, uh, they put me right in the middle of the line. Oh boy! So yeah, did never you, never you was super got, great. So did you just get run over? Well, I mean, I was still wide. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like I was still, I weighed the same-ish. Not as now, oh, okay. but as, as I did a senior year, hmm. which was about 20, like 215, 205. Uh, hmm. So, like, it wasn't like I was easily moved. It was just that, like, suddenly my body fit me. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> well, that's good. That's good, because that's my dream. And was yeah. that, so was that, because that's all I've dreamed about, is one day being very tall. Even it's now, incredible. like. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Even now at 27, I'm like, one day I'll wake up and I'll hit that growth spurt. 
And all. it's it's uh, being six three allows me to be nice. See, like if I yeah. if I if I was uh, still five three with my life, not your life, with my life, mm-hmm. I would have had to become much crueler to get anything I wanted. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, there's a certain amount of like people. I'm, I'm I'm not fucking around with you. There's a certain amount of people just don't fuck with yeah. you. You know, yeah. like, and it's uh, it, it, you can feel the difference. You can oh, feel I mean, it. you are validating something. I have all, long thought that the taller you are, the nicer you have to be because you're already so physically imposing that, like, mm-hmm. I I can't imagine if someone like six foot two ever was like, "Hey, you hit my car!" I would piss myself. I would be so yeah. scared of that. Yes, I yeah. Even uh, <laughs> I don't know. I remember someone <laughs> once. I, the opposite is true in the fact that, like, you don't really have to... I don't know. Someone once tried to fight me, and I right. was like, you really? You think that's going to matter? I'm 5'3". Yeah, you're going to win. And wow. there's just, like, a, cer- a certain amount of, like, of course you can kick my ass that you can also just, like, let people go. That's like putting glasses on your glasses right there is what that right, is. It, you know, go yeah. ahead. Take a shot. <laughs> uh, Sarah, yeah. to validate your theory even further, since that day... The number of times people have told me that the first time they met me, I, they were terrified, <gasps> is, is so high. I can't like it's it's yeah. in the it's in the thirties maybe. It's a lot, a lot of times. A lot of people. wow. So how okay, did that how did that manifest? And so you come back. Yeah. You're you're now six. Scary, three. just terrifying. How did that like end up manifesting and with the people around you? How it did just, you just just like there was nervousness, you know, like right. because. Because I was like picked on, right? Like it, my nature right. is not. I, I I play a character for Small Beans a little bit of being yeah. like an aggressor, but like yeah. honestly, I like to I like to make peace and get along with people. Like that's what yeah. that's what I love. And yeah. uh, I was that way when I was a small man. So like, <laughs> just the threat of violence was like always present in high school. You know, like that's what's crazy about yeah. junior high and high school is like you could get in a fight any day. Like it could happen true. to yeah. you. You know, yeah, like that can't Hormones happen. Are raging. Now. Yeah, yeah, that can't yeah. happen I'll, now. You know what though? There is a part of me that there are some days at work where I am just a little bit like, why don't you two just fight? Honestly, just duke it out, right? Yes, because sometimes you do... as adults, we just need to put our fist up and like beat each other to death. Sometimes. Well, the death part is where one. Okay, that's gets a little raised. bit much. That's a little bit much. I'm sorry. Have you ever been in a fight and then like afterward you're like, let's have a beer and like figure it out? After, have you ever had that moment? I have never been in a fight. Oh, really? That's such a that's a male thing. I feel like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I just that, said I want to see definitely... more fighting, and my, I myself have never been well, in a fight. Well, I, I don't think I don't think you you I I don't think it even has to be in the context of a physical fight. Okay, true. Then for but, sure, I've definitely had beef, squashed it, and then moved on. Yeah, like my brother's best friend, right? And I'm not here to hit, tell his rough stuff, but like my brother, right. like in high school, he had this like one hangout with this one guy, and they just were not getting along. And then like they finally sh- like just started hitting each other, and then like two minutes later, they were like, it, they were done with it. Yeah, and they were like I best, do- they were best friends for five years after that. I do I know incredible. guy groups who who will just duke it out, and then like. After it's done, it's done, and they can move on, which is why I personally go to therapy, but I guess for them, physically fighting is better. <laughs> that was their I, therapy. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I think the, the, I guess, like, my, in my experience, my equivalent of that is 
not the same at all in that <laughs> I would not like someone have have like a beef with them and then all of a sudden it just we wouldn't talk for like a year and then one day someone would just be like, "Hey, remember when I fucking hated you?" Yeah, that was silly and like just move on from there. Yeah. So but just in this example, they came to you and they broke the ice. Either either way. Okay. Either way. You would break I, the ice. I could have done I I could. Yeah. If okay. I felt so inclined. Okay, okay. but would you, you would you uh, feel so inclined? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I've, I've I've broken the ice. Okay, okay, but Bridget, Just here's the her. thing, though. Right. You did posit earlier that there's no way you would ever win a fight, despite the fact that you absolutely could win a fight. Um, I would say mm-hmm. if there was a physical altercation of which you took a loss, there would never be an opportunity for reconciliation. That person would no longer exist to you because I don't Ooh. think you could. I I, 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 I think, I mean, Bridget, am I wrong? If you had to take an L on a physical fight, do you ever think, because if somebody beat me, I, I'd be I like, well, that person. oh, well, if someone beat I, my ass in a fight, I'd be like, well, surely, of, of course, correct. And like one day I could maybe see us reconciling. But is that an L <laughs> you could take? Can you overcome the L in a physical fight? The pride. I'm very intrigued by this. Yeah. Well, because uh, physically, Bridget could really get into it. I'm just wondering. Yeah, yeah. Mentally. Yeah. Mentally. Could Bridget, you go back? Bridget is legit. Bridget is legit ferocious. Uh, like <laughs> I'm serious. Really it's not is. a bit. It's she not really a bit. Is. Bridget is ferocious. She. She. First of all, That's she's shocking. like pretty muscular. Like uh, in a way oh, that I know. She walked she, me through yeah, her workout routine in the pandemic. Posters. I can speak very clearly to this. Yeah, great. So, like, she's pretty muscular. The other thing is, this this is the one downside. She's a little brittle. She gets she breaks a little bit. She, she <laughs> breaks. Do, a little I, bit. She does break. She does break. But I, you know, I, I do. I do. I do she have weak break. joints. I, and none of the joint points. If you hit me in the joints, I'm I'm done for. I'm gonna collapse. Yeah. Uh, when oh my brother, yeah, those joints. Yeah, when my brother yeah. and I would like f- like roughhouse when we were kids, uh, there was a rule because he had stomach issues, so I couldn't hit him in the stomach and he couldn't hit me in the knees. So we both had like our handicaps. Did you? Did you? Did he? We would do it by accident, but we would generally yeah. like be nice to each other and like. All right. But so like you never face, cross the threshold. hair, yeah, like that's normally it's like face, hair, groin, no touch, everything else full throttle. But you guys were just like. Oh, not my stomach, not my knees. I mean, <laughs> see, but that's a different rule than like that's a different rule than face or genitals, right? Face or genitals is a rule True. about that's like just... being like a civilized human being. Got it. Yeah, I mean that kind of is a given. Like we were uh, no, just no, like, it kind of isn't a given, Bridget. It kind of isn't yeah. a given. This I is mean, a, yeah. This tells you a lot about how your family works, right? That you could have a rule in the physical roughhouse and that they would follow it. Mm. The Greenberg children are very, we're very obedient. Uh, I'm aware. (laughs) I'm aware of this. Uh, (laughs) Incredibly obedient. Uh, But like, also, they weren't like angry fights with my brother. They were just like how you wrestle with a sibling. So I wasn't actually going to hit him. But if you got in a real fight, do you hit him uh, in his stomach? No, I couldn't. You couldn't do it. Like a gentleman. Okay. Yeah. That's me. But... (laughs) That's great. Uh, that's me and my fighting style, which has been proven time and time again. But <laughs> your she fighting fights style, with honor. I would love to. Yeah, hear, I, I would love to hear a school that you founded that was just teaching people the Bridget fighting style. Fight, 
Which is like, don't. Don't. don't just don't. <laughs> Which rule is, rule it's, one it's... of Fight Club. Don't. Don't. Please don't. don't. Just don't. You guys, don't. <laughs> not just don't. Use your words. It. Don't. Seriously, don't. <laughs> Yeah. Here's the thing. I could probably handle myself, but mentally, I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna get angry. I don't have like an anger trigger to <laughs> to fight someone. I see that. That makes sense to me. But like, I but I wouldn't sleep on if you're in a like a have to fight situation. I'm not. I'm not betting against you per mm. se. Oh, Unless... I mean, once w- once the animal instincts comes in, you know, then then all stomachs all are fair are game. Offs. Yeah, <laughs> and all yeah, yeah, and punch right in the tummy. Yep. Um. Is that uh now back to you because re- already this is just gotten away from me. Sorry, buddy. This is gonna be a good show. Uh, uh is that you know you came back? You're six three. Are you just fighting everybody? Did no, that- no. I no. I honestly like I I'm saying it now for comedy purposes. Like it was like like I was like Godzilla or something. But, like, really, it was more that, like, I was surprised how much it matters to people. Yeah. You know, like, I was just genuine, like, right. genuinely surprised. Uh, like, there, I, yeah. I, I had some friends, forgive me, I had some friends at church who were, like, real pricks. Like, really, really serious okay. pricks. And uh, they, like, kind of disappeared for about a year. And there was a lot of things that happened to them that I don't need to talk mm-hmm. about. And they came back after this happened. And it, and like there was like they apologized, like wow. they like, oh. saw me and apologized just for that stuff. Wow, yeah. you truly just like wa- stepped into a different world one day, like hit that growth spurt. Yes, and, and the Took world cha- that's crazy to me. It, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. It's it, I I don't think about high school at all because I right. feel like my life that I live it's now different. started right at the end. Wow. Right, you didn't have you didn't have your school years and your like adult years. You had five, three, six, three years. Yes, correct. Wow, Absolutely. yeah. I Bridget and I are both like five two. I'm sure Bridget will say she's five four or whatever. But like I'm this five is, four. This is very I'm, I'm five four eye opening. I this is like I'm really Adam. Thank you for sharing. This is kind of what I always hoped a growth spurt would be like. But uh, I'm glad you're you're confirming. I mean, I just well, remember learning. I just also all- remember, I could never. I could never be uh like char like I didn't have the kind of charm that works with being not a tall person. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. Like I didn't I didn't have like a like I'm not You weren't adorable. You know what I mean? You weren't I'm not a adorable. cute little girl. Yeah. You know, cute right. little girl. I tried I <laughs> not quite. Uh also that I feel bad for agreeing to that a little bit. Uh but sure. <laughs> I guess <laughs> Uh, but I didn't have that, right? Like that's kind of the only right. reason I do jokes at all is because of the pre six three me. I wouldn't mm. do them otherwise, R- probably. You know. So, do you think how you operated socially changed? Um. Yes. Be- again, like I was no longer afraid of like making somebody angry. Right. You know. Uh, like so I- you just. That's did your the only confidence way. just like yeah? It was just like confidence boosting. N- no, because like so, everything I'm good at, I learned about in college. Like nothing right. that I I didn't learn anything in high school that I was good at that I wanted to be. Like I right. I legit was just a guy in high school. Mm-hmm. So like uh, so I don't know that I operated differently because of size. I think it was also because of just what my life was organized around. Right, changed so dramatically. So 
that's not helping. I guess I, I never, I'm not interested in beating people up. Like that doesn't make right. me feel good. Nor, uh, nor me. Right, right. Yep. Uh, yeah. We share that. That's that's one of our <laughs> yeah. that's one of our connection points, Bridget. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but so I didn't have to operate differently, but I definitely like the perk of yeah. not having to be like a I'm so sorry guy anymore was nice, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was that the I mean, I'll probably like uh I realized as you were talking framing it around high school was most of your like social I don't know, social life revolved around the church, knowing you. I uh, in, in college, yes. In high school, in col- high school was like a fucking wasteland for me. Like, and not even a funny one. Like, just like, uh, just right. not, I didn't have any friends I liked, really, or people right. I connected to. I don't know if that is from, I, like, I, I don't know anybody I, from I high get school that. still. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I get that. I... It was kind of, I remember in high school thinking like, you can do it, Bridge. Four years, and you can, you can then start your like. Then people will like you for real, and not just because of circumstance. Hmm. Did that, uh, do you do you feel like you did in college? Do you feel like it? You know what I mean. Do you feel like college it clicked? I mean, I had like one or like one or two friends of high in high school that I still like keep in touch with now who are still good friends of mine that I'm like, Oh, I, I, you know, I like you, but, uh, in college. Yeah. I definitely was like, all right, you can be Bridget more here. <laughs> yeah. So I have another question cause it's related to my experience. And that is mm-hmm. like, do you, did you start trying to be different people in high school or did you start doing it in college? <laughs> You know what I mean? Uh, uh, I don't know if I. I guess in I guess in I, the idea of trying to be different people is very funny. Oh and, yeah, uh, and scary. It's a scary question, but I I guess more in college. In high school, I was very much just like, you're gonna do this like weird funny girl thing, and. Uh, I mean, that's going to stick with you for sure, but you can try to be cool in college. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) And that didn't go well. And that didn't go well. So, Are you asking me? I'm just enjoying Uh, the episode. Honestly, I'm loving the new host, Adam. I think he's doing a fabulous job. I'm really just enjoying listening. Finally, now I get to hear an episode (laughs) of Rough Stuff. (laughs) So good. She get me really good. I like it. This no, is, but I I will say this is I, how all of Adam and I's conversation would go. You know, and I knew that. Has going Bridget into ever it, told so you? <laughs> has Bridget ever told you what uh, what our interactions were like? At correct? Because I think I, you, I think you should know this. I'm sure yes, um, but I do want you to talk about this specifically because I've two only types. There's two types of interactions. <laughs> So one is there would be me griping like there's a there's a listen to me griping part that was like okay. uh, and it was like very philosophical and like I'm passing all these gripes to you <laughs> kind of way and then there was like yeah. me trying to be supportive friend uh, like those are the two versions would you say Bridget yeah I <laughs> I I would call them the like during set talks and then the after set talks wow oh, wow uh, yeah. how famous. Is I think how it went. Like when Adam was like during a production, like when you're up and running, a producer's kind of just like sitting there 
waiting for a fire to start and like trying to get ahead. <laughs> so you were like, you were pretty in the background. Uh, so that's when Adams and he's working a lot and I'm just kind of like floating around making sure everyone's okay and like has water. Uh, so that's yeah. when Adam, you know, those breaks when he would go out and smoke cigarettes, that's when he like needed to vent. And then after set, when I was like, here's everything I did wrong. Uh, and me she being like 22. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then me being, I was also 22. Um, I'm much older and wiser now, but I, much. this was my first job. <laughs> and I, it was like, was that good? Uh, and I had no idea. I had no idea. I was like, did she I mess great. all the videos up? She was great. Honestly, I was great. I, I'm, yeah. I'm really not even kidding That's when true. I say this. That sounds like a very healthy professional relationship to have. That like you both kind of like you take turns being each other's like ventilator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, both, I mean, and also she like, See, I I always just want people to try, you know, like, and I don't mean try like yeah. give an attempt. I mean try like, I can tell they care, you know, like I don't to- care yes, how good or bad they are. Totally, I like care a real, if they're really sincere effort. Their heart yeah. is in it. They're yes, absolutely. And Big Bridget difference. always had that. She, in, in fact, the person who she replaced, Brandon, also always had that. So to me, it was like no matter what they do. Like, you know, like, I will support them because, like, they're trying. Yeah. But also they were good. So it was easy. That was also easy. Uh, But meanwhile, uh, being an old bastard, like, they also have to weather (laughs) the gripe stuff. Uh, And poor Bridget. She was so professional about it. When I'm out there just like, fucking this, fucking that. And, like, uh, just being a real grouch. Is this going to go in the episode? Am I wasting your time right now? <laughs> I, I, I mean, I honestly, it started and then I like I, I reached out to you to ask to do this. And I was like, this will be interesting because you've told me some stories that yeah. like I that are funny. And I was like, he could he could do this. This would be fun. And then like yesterday and as we were starting this, I was like, oh, but I don't think Adam and I have ever had a normal conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like one time Bridget and I met for a beer and uh, this is like after cracked. And I asked uh, a question. I think I asked a dating question and just like, because I was like, we should have a normal conversation and just like panic, like just straight panic happened. And I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I I guess. Yeah. Like, right. I feel sometimes like your dad, which is why also I feel uh, frustrated that I've never met your dad because I feel like he and I should (laughs) compare notes, you know? Yeah. yeah, I think you'd be surprised uh, to know it's not. That's how I treat everybody. If anybody came up to me, <laughs> my boyfriend came up to me and asked me how my dating life was. I'd be like, I don't uh, know. I got to go and like leave. God, I thought you were about to say that your boyfriend is like your dad. <laughs> oh, like, God. Uh, Sarah's ready to pull the trigger on that one. Yeah, deploy <laughs> shame. Let's yeah. not. Okay, can yeah. I just say this? This boyfriend she's been with quote unquote all year long well we haven't seen him so <laughs> i i was shocked to learn there was a person like this and that he had remained secret for a year oh my god we're doing the thing that bridget hates yeah. so much Which is talk about her boyfriend she hates talking about you don't want to talk about your boyfriend doing it he would well, love me to talk about him and i'm not going to give him that satisfaction <laughs> Oh, you mean the satisfaction oh, of mattering? Oh, of being loved, of being <laughs> right. of being cared and mattering to you? Yeah, what? No, I'm 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 gonna audience? get I'm I'm gonna 
<laughs> I shouldn't have said that. This, this, this podcast I'm... is going to age really well when you're my age. You're going to look at my age and be like, my right. God. Well, it can't age any worse than her damn knees. Hey, all right. Zing. Let's, uh, Adam, I regret calling Sorry. you a co-host because you're a guest here. I apologize. You're a guest on this podcast. Yeah, no, and I it's about to say you. about it. And, and it's about you and what you were like as a kid. Yeah, Adam, you now have to tell us about a time you pissed yourself. Like, come on, you gotta like. I go. have one of those. You ready? I have it. Sarah. Oh. Let's do it. Let's Just, do it. I have Let's it. it. I have it Let's stacked it. up for you. There yeah. are two that prompted my. I actually like brainstormed before this podcast. I'm like, what are the things that they're gonna want to hear that are that I have? I, I always. I have pissed. a very specific story that I want you to tell. I'll I'll prompt you. I wanted to see if you got to it. Okay, great. Uh, I'm so glad you have one. Uh, I, I, so, I, yeah, go on. Okay, fair enough. I, so there are two incidents I can think of of when I peed myself that are both pretty embarrassing. <laughs> one of them was, I think I was like in third grade, so like too old. Oh, too yeah. old. Yeah, just on the cusp of like being too old. Like you barely. I don't think that's on the cusp, man. I think they worked that shit out around like. Uh, true, I don't know, I first grade, like a, like a while. It's whatever age that like you start being cognizant about things happening around you. Okay, yeah. well, 9-11 is there what was happened a time when I was like, in third grade, a... so maybe I was still pissing myself, okay? <laughs> oh, my God. That is insane. Because <laughs> I was yeah, in college. <laughs> I was in college yeah. when 9-11 happened. <laughs> For real. Wow. Yeah. We, yeah. And you were six foot three. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> I was a twin tower to you in third grade. Trust me. Uh, uh, sorry, but you were saying you pissed yourself. Th- these jokes can only go one way. Up. It's, it's they can not go great. up. Yeah, they can go yeah, up. Yeah, the way, yeah, up. Uh, so. <laughs> I had like five uh, of like, you can't say those. They're all boner jokes. You're not allowed yeah. to make boner jokes on the rough stuff? What are we? Oh, what? no, 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 no. You can make boner jokes. I was going to make. Jokes about more nine eleven jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which, that is how that went. That is how that historical event went. Yeah. Uh, Thanks for the reminder. <laughs> I nearly forgot. <laughs> hey, don't. Sarah forget. comes in. Sarah comes in like a plane, sabotaging your bits all the time. <laughs> That's what she does. I love it. I yep. really like this. That's the uh, dynamic. Yeah, it's uh, beautiful. The tweets we're about to so, get. <laughs> yeah, so so this story won't live up to any of these jokes. Uh yeah. but I went to an overnight again Christian uh like camping thing that was military themed. Okay? Ooh. I don't know why it was military themed <laughs> in hindsight, but that's crazy, right? Ooh. Yeah. So like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like uh and it was like everybody had ranks, like all the kids were privates oh. and stuff and like yeah, and I don't remember if it was like I don't know why. Uh, I don't remember the overarching theme, but I do remember because this is very consistent with me. I was like, I should try to get promoted. <laughs> I should try to get promoted. <laughs> try to yes. bump right. Were those ranks yeah. movable at that point? No, or they were just absolutely no. not. Okay. They're just a. They're just a, so, like yeah. a name tag. That's all they are. <laughs> but I kept. I kept asking my sergeant. Uh, Can I be promoted, please? Uh, and like performing really well. And nope. So then, I don't know exactly why, but that night, uh, it was like we all camped out on the church lawn or something, and I'm asleep, <laughs> and like, uh, I'm asleep, and I just like peed the bed. Don't know why. Yeah. That's kind of demote, yeah. 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 <laughs> right. You would think right, so. Right back down to private. Yeah. 
Here's what actually happened. They were so embarrassed for me, they did promote me. Prison. <gasps> oh, they gave me a promotion. Can you imagine? That's, that's worse. That's way worse. That's way worse. That is worse. Way worse. So much worse. They pitied you, and that's yeah. what's worse about it. They pitied you. Ugh. Yep. <laughs> yep. The, oh, man. Yeah. Did the other so, like, kids everyone know knew. why you were yeah, promoted? Clearly. I think they did. I think it, there was probably, honestly, like I blocked a lot of this out, but I'm guessing yeah. it didn't smell great. So, right? yes. I'm guessing, so the, you know, you're I in love, a tent. Right. I love that the clear path of logic is Adam's now a sergeant because he peed the tent. Failing upwards, <laughs> baby. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, I mean, if only, it's how it works in the animal world. It how that's it how it works in work Christianity. In you yeah. can just continue to fuck up <laughs> okay. and still be, <laughs> way to go. We love that. She's she's not wrong. She's not wrong about that. <laughs> It makes uh, sense. Military. Also, Miller- you, were re- you were recruited to fight the war on Christmas, and Adam, I want to thank <laughs> yeah. you as a fellow God warrior. The war on Christmas. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. uh, and we're all soldiers in that war. Uh, oh, save uh, it, Bridget. If there's uh, the only thing, if I could change that culture, that's the first thing that would go. <laughs> you know the second thing that would go? All 4th of July celebrations. Did you know they have those? They have services mm. that are Fourth of July services. It's a oh. regular thing. Yeah, it's a regular thing. Now, one of the oh, like a pastor who mentored me in college quit, quit because they refused to stop doing it because they huh. should. It's a church. Yeah. It's not a. Yeah, there's no correlation, none that... whatsoever. In fact, I would say the Bible is famously like anti-war and anti-violence against another. Yeah, it's not for I'm that. Reading... Yeah. Yeah, I think that's something they talk about even in the Bibel Old and New <laughs> Testament. That cuz I'm trying it, to think of like uh temple was not uh we did not have 4th of July celebrations, but and it wasn't yeah. militaristic, but uh <laughs> clearly. But uh but uh I remember Girl Scouts always had like very weird patriotic like military themes and I feel like that's a thing in Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts. Like so anything like camping when you said camping had a military theme, that added up to me because I was like, we had yeah, demerit. Yeah, we had, yeah, we had demerits in, yeah, in my weird, Girl Scout like, troop. They had demerits. An old flag, like we retired a flag. It was weird. Yeah. Yes. That's what this. That's what this is. This was the sort of to replace right. scouts. That's okay. what this thing is supposed to be. So yeah. it's not totally baffling. Like it's no, not all yeah. propaganda. It does fit what exists yeah. in children's programs. But boy, it sounds bad in hindsight. Yeah, it's weird. In hindsight, when you think about it, you're like, there's no connection to these things. We don't have to do that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you can't pee on those trips. That's like number one. Like, they don't really let you. They yeah. don't. Yeah, <laughs> they don't that's not. It's frowned upon. It's frowned upon. Peeing. So you have a second. This is not the first. Is that the first no. peeing story? Uh, that was one of two that came to mind. Uh, mm-hmm. But I'm I'm okay with other embarrassing anecdotes if you want them. Uh, I so mean, it doesn't have, have to be. Pi- it doesn't have to be piss related. Thank you. Sarah. It doesn't have to. I appreciate be. the flexibility. Yeah. Uh, I just think it gets the ball rolling if we can hear one piss story. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get back to basics here. We really like went off the rails, and we just needed to right. go to a rough stuff classic, right. which is to our home. Yeah. Where did urine? How does urine enter this situation? That's yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, I need it. We needed to be grounded again. Yeah. But uh, for sure. Uh, one time, you want to hear another story, Bridget? Of, yeah. Middle school now. Love it. So, Ooh. uh, I moved a lot as a kid. 
not because mm. my dad was in the military. I just, uh, just that's how my life worked out. So I went to like five different schools mm-hmm. between between kindergarten and high school. I think maybe yeah. more. All uh, around California, like were you all sick? within the L.A. and Orange County? All within L.A. Oh. And Orange County. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah. So, like, I never had like a long term group of friends, right? Mm. You know, uh, yeah, and I, I honestly still don't like I like I, uh, I I have friends that sort of last for like er, er, like eras, and then yeah. like if I move on to a new thing, that era ends yeah. usually. Yeah. Um. So I was trying to like find new friends in middle school because uh, I was new. Uh, yeah. So I landed at this like table that I think the best description of it is like these are the like uh these are the people who are not going to finish high school. Okay. You know? Yeah. Uh, and they were like, yeah, you can sit here. Kind of like that kind of situation. <laughs> like, right. It's like lunch. Yeah. Like you can sit here. Okay, cool. And they said, uh, all right. So like, if you want to hang out with us, uh, we're all going to need to punch you once. And then oh. you're part of the table. And I said, yes to that Bridget. Oh, you got, I said, you, yes. You got that. hazed. Yeah. So, like, they all took turns, and again, I'm in seventh grade. They all took turns, they all punched me, and, like, uh, because just emotions happen, so, like, I cried, right? Like, and, like, not because it was painful, just, like, tears, and then I tried to pretend like I wasn't crying, like, I just, like, got the wind knocked out of me, which is This all makes sense, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, Uh, like, uh, (laughs) mm. like, I'm sitting there, like, tears, but, like, trying to be, like, uh uh yeah like just knock the wind out of me man uh right and like it's not and they they kind of feel bad that they did it so then we all yeah. sat very awkwardly for like a good 15 minutes at this uh, table never addressing it, it can you believe that and ooh, uh oh. a lot of reactions uh honestly crying is a i mean back to punching i've never taken a meaningful punch but uh crying oh. seems like the appropriate reaction uh so hmm. when you're a kid, I think you don't know, you don't cry. Uh, you, in you public, cry, certainly in public. No. And also, you know, especially at that age, you yeah. only cry oh. when it's like, this is a thing I don't completely understand and I no longer have control. Yeah. That's what that was. Yes. I would say. Mm. Yeah. And that's, that's a, that's a hard cry to have in public. That's a very, that comes from the gut. Uh, I but also, a, yeah amazing to try to pretend like you're not doing it though like that's oh very funny uh, really to pretend you're not crying is like actually very funny to me yeah yes. even i i pretend i'm not crying even when i like i'm home alone so that's not that, that is weird to me okay not to go deep but that's something i actually had to like train myself out of because i realized that i don't like in high school i realized that like, god i never ever cry and i realized because even when i'm alone I was stopping myself from crying. And so I finally just had to like, you need to practice like crying, like in a private safe or around safe people. You know, like sometimes you got to let it out. It's a catharsis. It's cathartic. Yeah. Like laughing is cathartic. When you say practice, do you mean like allow yourself to, or do you mean like create situations where you will cry? Honestly, for me, it is a little bit of both. It is a little yeah, bit of both. Yeah. Sometimes yeah, yeah. I will find mm-hmm. myself really worked up. So like the other night, I turned on a little bit of Les Miserables and had a little bit of wine and really 
just like gave myself the environment of like, you know what? I'm going to have a cry tonight. Like Great. literally I let me so set my, let let yeah. me self myself up to cry because it's been a while. Or not like not like I keep a calendar of it. Just sometimes when I'm feeling like really tense and overwhelmed, um, it's like I know I need to release this somehow. And mm. crying, like really, like and and not just like, <laughs> but like allowing yeah. yourself to like, <gasps> like heave cry when you're alone. That do you is think very that's, powerful. Do you think that's a actor thing for you? Like, <laughs> for me, probably yes. But I think for everyone, and especially this year, I think facilitate some time for yourself. Like, like make it a moment. Make it like a day. Like today at seven o'clock p.m., I'm going to watch. Dogs be reunited with their owners for an hour and just have that cry. You know, that's healthy. I I agree with this. I do. Mm. I agree with this. I know you're not going to agree with it, Bridget. I, I tell you right now, and it's not. <laughs> I don't think it's an actor thing. Yeah, I really don't. That's, I think no. I, I mean, living. I think that. I think some. I think maybe Sarah connects to it more easily as a practice because she's an actor. Right. But I have to. And I this is what I'm saying. I started yeah. this practice in high school when I was in theater for the first time and I was really struggling with like getting anything less than just like neutral. And yes. so actually what I realized is that like I myself do not cry. So it, it a little bit of both. It serviced me professionally and personally. Cry. I completely understand that. 100% yeah. understand that. When I was younger, like in high school, I always felt like I don't feel the right way about things. Mm. I need to feel the right way about like I don't have the reactions and emotions people have. By the way, I still don't. Oh, uh, I, I I don't I don't think anyone feels like they do. Of course, but nobody talks about that. So like we yeah. all begin a kind of self-flagellating uh r r like ritual that is to create those feelings uh, or to find access to those feelings so that we either belong communally or so that we can have those feelings at all to know what they are. Like there's kind of yes. A, yes. There's a curiosity to it and there's kind of a masturbation to it. It you know? is. It is like masturbating. It is exactly yeah. like masturbating, but you are masturbating. You're sad instead of you're horny. Yes, that's right. Like you're you're expressing that. It's kind of like I will also. I don't. This isn't so much of a choice as it is just happens. Sometimes when I'm alone and I can feel myself get angry, I will tell myself like rage. This is your Go. time to rage. Now. And like yeah. that's when I like <laughs> okay at my worst, I will stuff. A towel, like a hand towel in my mouth, so it muffles the sound, and just like fucking scream at the top of my lungs. Yeah. Now let scream. me ask you this. You, let me ask you this question: Have you ever had a physiological effect from that yet? Oh, how? In what way? I'll tell you because you're still young. So okay. if you do something like that, over time, you're going to start to feel physical effects in your body. For instance, mm. I have acid reflux now. That's pretty brutal, and it's not from cigarettes. It's from what? yelling. It's from yelling alone. <gasps> oh yes. my god! Wait, don't even say that because I have acid reflux and all I do is her fucking yell. That's yeah, why. you talk at a yell, so yeah, but that no, yell, but she but lets I'm... it go. She lets it go. I yeah. know what you do. I, you let this it is, go. Okay, I I don't rage scream very often. I, this is never. like a two times a year event. It, it's it really never gets that bad. Mm. But I am loud. <laughs> Wait, I hate this. And you put this yeah. forward. I just thought I have acid reflux because I have a goddamn awful diet. But now it's also because I'm loud. It could be that. 
It could be that. I'm not. I will I'm not never a doctor, not have so acid. Re- I will never. Not... I will never not have acid reflux because I will never stop eating spicy food and I will never stop being loud. Well, wait until you're forty. <laughs> uh, your body might say no. You're gonna have to. Uh, <sighs> but like, it is a combination of things. That's definitely true. But also. Yeah. I remember the moment when I started to have permanent acid reflux, and it was because I was practicing a ritual of letting my anger out alone. Mm. Uh, I remember it very vividly. So now I'm getting a message. Don't do that. Great. You sh- uh, I think you have to sort of know that there's both. Absolutely. It is definitely. I, I don't disagree. It's uh, a thing I personally have a hard time doing, um, but I don't disagree with anything that you guys said. I just don't like it. I just, I don't mm. know how. Uh, well, have you tried? You got to try. I, I mean, I've gotten I, right here, right now. Uh, no, I've definitely gotten mad and, you know, yelled. I've hit walls before. But Bridget, uh, do you cry? But like, <laughs> that's an amazing question. But wait, so, but like, <laughs> do you have a place where you are permitted to air the things that give you tension internally. Do you have a place where you're allowed to do that? Like, like a, a spiritual physi- practice, even a spiritual practice. And I don't mean like a, I'm not telling you like how to, how to do it. I'm telling mm. you that like those feelings are always going to be there. I believe. Oh man. My uh, answer for this is so douchey. So I, oh, this oh, is, yeah. This don't is say it. Oh, Bridget, I just you're the worst. You're the worst. No, say it. <laughs> yes, yeah, sir. I, I like I do think where that manifests itself is like I'm very compulsive about working out every day, uh, and I think that must be it. Uh, no, but, yeah, Bridget, but that that's is still the, indirect. Truly, that is the correct answer. I, I feel like that is mm. no, but I understand like exercising that out of you because like I have certainly like uh, in not I very I don't work out. In the times where I have worked out, I one time was doing like a summer of yoga and mid yoga practice, I was crying and I didn't even realize it because I was like so connected to my body. So I yeah. do think that there is maybe something subconscious in that release. And that is mm. probably healthier than what I'm describing that I do, which is just watch YouTube videos until I cry. Well, th- this is like another area. And I mean, I know that we're in theory supposed to be talking about awkward stuff yeah. but i feel like this but i feel uh, like this an interesting fits. conversation it's connected. Yeah. it's connected i feel like it's this connected. Fits. like when i was working at a court which i did for four years yeah. i was working i was a manager at a divorce court and uh i started to get headaches right mm-hmm. like pretty pretty like tense headaches yeah i yeah and, i know i get this yeah and lightheadedness and like yeah. i thought it's because i'm drinking too much coffee it's because of this and because of that actually what it was was uh that i was afraid of being there the rest of my life like i was afraid that that mm-hmm. was it the minute i applied to film school they stopped oh that's you know? awesome. uh, i have all kinds of physiological things like that yeah i yeah. mean everything's gonna man any feeling that you hold on to that deeply is gonna manifest itself somehow and i yes. think that's uh to like tie it into the theme of awkwardness i don't think this is necessarily an off-track conversation because i know i feel like a lot of people's uh awkward moments that we talk about and certainly my own and like whatever personal awkwardness you have kind of stems from being i mean it's being confused at how to act in a certain moment yes uh 
and and it not and going that, that in and of its and that not go, in and yeah. of itself though is embarrassing because yeah. you think well certainly at my age I should be able to handle something oh, like yeah. this. Yeah, I actually can I share something kind of Love it. personal and embarrassing about myself from Please. earlier this year. So earlier this year, I was like, this is the year of me doing open mics. I don't really want to be a stand-up comedian, but I was like, I know this is good for me and I could do it, whatever. And so I did, God, I haven't told Bridget, this is the first time even you're hearing of this and we actually do speak. Um, So I went. (laughs) Sometimes sometimes we have conversations and we don't record them. Well, we unbelievable. We coincidentally, yeah. we coincidentally happen to be in the same group chat. So sometimes we do cross. Yes. Um, I guess we do also talk about the fast <laughs> we do on a Anyway, um, so I went to this open mic. Of course, it didn't go well. It was like six p.m. I mean, even the room it was just not good, right? Because no open mic is good. Obviously, I really hope you guys can hear what I'm saying because I'm just gonna power through this. Um, and. I wasn't yeah. immediately perfect at it, which of course I wasn't. Right. Um, but of course my mom wanted mm-hmm. to be like, oh, call me and let me know how it went. And it really went just like not well. And on the drive back from the open mic night with my fucking mom on the phone, I was like, mom, I shouldn't be talking to you right now because I'm really upset. She was like, just let it out. Like she was like, I will listen to you rage, just rage. And I was like driving home screaming bloody murder hitting my steering wheel so mad just like letting all of the frustrations out of me and like what I kept saying was like everyone my whole life has told me I should do stand-up and I just did stand-up and it wasn't good and I know it wasn't supposed to be good but I'm still pissed off anyway and just like I personally in February had a rage moment myself and it's embarrassing to think that I was so upset, but in the moment, what I needed to do was just expel it like a fucking exorcism. Like I just yeah. had to get it out of me. Yeah. And then, like by the time I got it, and like, like I can tell the story now and not feel embarrassment because I, and even at the time that I was raging, I was like, I know this wasn't supposed to go well, yet I am still pissed off that it didn't go well. And can I tell yeah. you, comedy is terrifying. It is. Uh, and listen, like I've done stand up before, and all like, I, like again, I knew better than to expect that to be like fucking brilliant. But you did. Yet I did. Yeah. I did, yeah. and I needed my opportunity to be pissed off about it without, because like really, if I had texted like Bridget and be like, "Ugh, I just did an open mic night and it sucked," she would have been like. Well, yeah, of course, that happens to everybody. It's okay. I'm sure it was good material. But what I needed was not to be, like, not coddled. Like, you, like, that would have been the correct thing to say. What I needed was just, like, let it, just let it go. Like, all the shitty things you're feeling about yourself, just, like, say it. And I do find, personally, for me, when I just say out loud, like, hey, just by the way, I hate the way I look right now. Done. And when I can release those thoughts of self-consciousness, I am able to like move on from it. You know what I mean? Because it's like, it's out of my mouth, it's into the world, and it's completely gone. Comedy is like wisdom in that there's no way to fake it. You are Mm. wise and you are funny or you're not. And it's only acquired by hard work. I mean, it's as simple as that. And and, and it's also, because true wisdom is knowing that you're not a know-it-all right like you have to be wise enough to know your follies and i think similarly right. with comedy if we're using this one-to-one that you also need to know hey not every joke is gonna land 
But in that yeah. moment, it takes a while to be funny. Uh, yes. yes, and also, I mean, everyone's had that experience of talking in a group and a joke not landing. Oh and yeah, it like and and it being a little awkward. It is not the same, and I think. Uh, oh, it, it, it's that room yeah. full of yeah. people looking it, it's, at you, it's begging not you the to same say something when, funny. When you're doing it in front of people, yeah, it, I will, it's not the I will same, also I think say, you just have to like experience that, and it's a yes. little shocking. It's awful, yeah. and like I said, like even in the moment, I knew like this isn't supposed to go well. Like I have to do yeah. this, but I also had to feel yeah. how I was feeling in the moment. I will also say, in my yeah. defense, it was like a 6 p.m. room, and no one was drinking. So, like, come <laughs> on. So wait, 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 wait. I One detail about this story slipped under the radar and nobody said shit about it. So I'm going to have to take over as host again and fix it. Yeah. And Adam, that is, please. why was your mom at this? She wasn't. I called her. On the f- I see. On the phone. Okay, the forgive phone. me. I missed yeah. that detail. And so literally like, like well, Adam, your mom is the boner killer there. No, right? no, no. Yeah, she would yeah. have laughed her ass off. She would have laughed okay. her ass off. If she was in the audience, she would have been yeah. supportive and laughed her ass off. And I really didn't even mean to have this Okay. On the th- I just like could feel myself getting worked up and I was like, mom, I'm going to talk to you later because I'm like, I I really can't right now. And she was like, no, I'm your mom. Let it out. Say exactly Yell what you want to say. <laughs> just fucking freak out. I'm sure she just, I'm sure she just put her uh, phone away. That's not how away. my parents are. <laughs> uh, that's not anyway. how these parents go. That's some, that's I, some, I, I do want to circle back rough, to that. I did have rough adult stuff. Rough adult stuff. Uh, I do want to go back because there was one question I had about your story about the punching Adam. Great, uh, thank were you, you fr- were you friends with those kids afterwards? Like after that lunch, did that you know, friendship continue? Yeah, yeah. No, okay, those like, those were your peeps for a little while. Those were your people. they were no. I just but no. There was a peace achieved. You know what I mean? Like and like right. I was welcome at the table if I wanted to be. Uh, All right. So sometimes I sat with him, sometimes I didn't. Uh, like, so it wasn't just yeah. uh, we're going to pull a prank on the guy, although I think that was what it was. I think it was also right. like, well, there's no reason to keep him out now. Right. You know what you're I mean? Here like, now. I, yeah, wow. you already yeah. did it. Yeah, I get true, that. True. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're here now. And also, okay, you just mentioned the Gansers, and there's a story that you have yeah. told me. That's not necessarily about you, but it just made me laugh so much about the the package that uh, how your dad reacted to a package that he found. Oh my god! All right. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm glad the bell went well, off. Yeah. Because uh, there's a, I mean, there's a lot of stories about my dad that are all podcast worthy. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> what what you need to know is my dad is a is a good man, but he's tense. He's a tense person. Like, my intensity is very minimal compared to his, I think is a good way to Mm. describe him. Mm -hmm. So, like, he had gone through bomb training because he was a a deputy sheriff. So, they one of the things they do is they teach you what bombs are like so you can be prepared, which is basically watching footage of people getting blown up. That's what bomb training is. Yeah, Yeah, that's horrible. Completely insane. So, um, (laughs) So, here comes Saturday morning. And uh, again, uh, my family, very active in church, uh, a lot of friends there. And uh, my mom's friend had left a package on the front door of our house in an unmarked brown paper bag. Mm. My dad comes outside and he goes, Denise! 
Get him out of the house! Right? So we all pile out of the house. Uh, he inspects this package uh, from a distance uh, with the wary eye of a recently bomb-trained man and decides <laughs> this is beyond his singular expertise, so he calls no. a local police department who sends our dare officer, because that's all they had. They send the dare officer over. <laughs> The dare officer shows up and he's like, all right, what is this? Is you it know? drugs? <laughs> well, right. That's probably what they assumed because he yeah. said unmarked package, right? So okay. yeah. my dad explains it's almost certainly a bomb given the thing he knows now. So they went into my father's garage and took two long pieces of board. And by long, I mean 10 foot long. And they hammered them together oh. to make a makeshift lever. Okay? Like a makeshift oh. lever. They stand 30 feet back from this package, all right? And they're like, on three, we're going to tip it over. Meanwhile, my brother and I are having coffee on the curb, like across the street, (laughs) watching the proceedings, right? My mom in her bathrobe, just like shaking her head. So they like, one, two, three, and they knock over the bag, and it's just CDs. It's just a bunch of CDs. My my friend left my mom. And uh, so, uh, without that... a word, without a word, we just pile back in the house. That's it. That was. We don't ever discuss it again. I don't know if he's ever thought about it again, it. or if he knows we remember it. Uh, it's that's it. it's such a vivid it's such a vivid scene of just the CDs plopping and spilling out yep. of the bag. It's and it was very perfect. like what? I lo- yeah. I love because it's like it's it's weirdly. My dad sounds very different from yours, but it's weirdly not a different reaction to what he would have done. Because I remember just, like, I I feel like it's a dad thing if, like, a glass mm-hmm. of water spills, it becomes, like, DEFCON 5 in the house. Yep. Like, yep. all hell breaks loose. Just because, Everyone like, back up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, if a glass broke, I could be, like, in a different... Like, on the second story of a house, if a glass broke on the first floor, I would be, like, boarded up. Yep. Don't come downstairs. Like it, it immediately became wartime the minute just anything happened. That was it's wrong. Such a, it's such a dad thing. It's just that when dad is also a cop, it just oh, yeah, goes it just like heightened. another level. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is incredible that just like any training he had was immediately, that was the thing that was in Like deployed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Deploy training. <laughs> like also... I mean, this is like an. I, there's like a few memories about my dad that I feel like help other people understand him the way that I understand him. Like he's a again, he's a very conservative Christian man. He's gotten very warm since he retired. I think the job was really yeah. hard for him. Uh, mm. But like, yeah. he also is like such a bottom line person. Like, what's the worst yeah. thing that could happen? Mm. That's what I'm going to worry about, right? Yeah. And yes. so like, like there was a day yes. I used to hang out with this woman who I would go to dance clubs with and stuff. And he one time took me aside. He said, "Don't get her pregnant." And like that was the whole, like that was the extent of the conversation. Right <laughs> now, right. bear in mind, premarital sex was always bad right. in my house. So yes. like getting pregnant is mag- orders of magnitude more of an issue than yeah. like having right. sex with her at all. <laughs> uh, right? Yeah the the line was drawn much further forward than that than pregnancy. <laughs> Yeah, but I you thought, know what? That is the bottom was, line. That is the bottom line. It, it, it yeah, is the bottom I, line. Yeah, that, uh, it is the bottom yeah, line. That's, that's a leap. You're, yeah, that's just like surprising. Like, I didn't even think that was on the table. That is <laughs> that almost exactly what I said to him. 
I almost, I, like, I almost exactly, I'm like, what are you talking about? That's like, we're not even trying to have sex. What? Like, like I like, right. didn't understand yeah. what this warning was. Yeah. But again, he assumes I'm a fallible person and he's probably going to go to the worst right. thing. So let's warn against yeah. that. I mean, <laughs> hey, that's good. Uh, sure. I guess. He's yeah. not, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. That, that thing could have been a bomb. solid advice. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Truly. It was solid advice. Uh, don't at the time, you know, he, he, <laughs> Mr. Ganser never been wrong. He's, he covers the, he definitely clears the lowest bar in terms of like this, this far and no further we shall go. Right. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to make him sound like a complete maniac cause he's not, <laughs> no. uh, but you know, it's, it's dad stuff, right? Like these are yeah, da- oh, like, this yes. is what dads do. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, was that also like the first that anything like that has ever been brought up? Like, was that the first like sex talk well, you guys would have had? Was don't get her pregnant? I mean, I no. assume there was uh, no, no. Oh yeah, I mean, assume there was. Yeah, if you were in the church, there was a lot of talking about. Uh, not they didn't. Maybe God, the church is so bad at like explaining how to manage things. Yeah. Like, so, like, like uh, I feel like until I turned maybe 30, I didn't even understand how to date right. Question. Sure. Um, when you say the church, specifically, which church were you a part of? And was it, like, um, were you, like, super duper plugged in? I mean, you were plugged in. I mean, like, what denomination? Yeah. I was, uh, I was in an evangelical church that okay. was actually in the title of this church. Uh, but it was, mm. it would have been... It would have been a, a California more casual version of the thing that's now represented on TV. Yeah. You know, like, uh, gotcha. it, it would have been seen as a, a fairly inoffensive church by and large, I think. Mm. Uh, you know, if you hold to their beliefs, it's relatively inoffensive. I was very plugged in. I almost, I was very close to pursuing a career as a pastor. Very gotcha. close to doing no, because I I'm Methodist. I grew up within the Methodist Church, and I definitely was like was a part of like the youth group and stuff. But when you kept saying the church, I was like, "Are we talking to Latter Day Saints? Like, oh, we're talking the yeah. church?" But okay, I get it. No, 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 no. Okay, <laughs> yeah, not not like not in a Catholic sense, uh, or not or, or a cult yeah. sense. sense. Yeah, right. no, well, exactly. No, yeah, not like <laughs> the church didn't. My church, I guess, is a better way to say it. Never explained how to date they explained right. what not to do sure yeah i feel you know? like that's also, most like yeah but like why oh it's so stupid you know what i mean like it, it's so stupid yeah but uh because you your in your instinct pushes you right up to a point where now this is the line i remember them telling me about right like yeah. like you're gonna go right to that line it's like a thing that happens right and then, and you're forced to engage with this at peak, at peak willing, like unwillingness to manage it. You know what I mean? Yes. Right. Like now okay, I better yeah, stop. And sure. it's like, how long is that going to go? You yeah. know? Uh, yeah. It, it's a, it's a pretty unmanageable uh, task that they're trying to teach you. Right. Like you need actual positive practices yeah. to, and also like nobody tells you what are you looking for? Right. Did you ever get to talk like what you're looking for? Oh no. When you date? No. Uh, not at all. I didn't either. Um, Shouldn't we? I mean, we had a talk similar like that at my church, in my youth group at least. Like we had like boys hmm. in one room, girls in the other, and it was just kind of more about like 
I think it happened in like seventh grade. And it was basically like, because Methodists are like famously Christian light. Like we're very, very lax about maybe some other things that Christians take seriously. And other churches were like, listen, it's fine. Like it's all good. At the end of the day, like God loves you. It's okay. Sure. Um, But I do, I do remember my talk mainly because it is the only time that my church ever made me feel like, uh, okay, guys, this is like too conservative Christian for me. Like this is too Christian with a capital C and I like being a Christian with a lowercase C. Like I mean, like like a theological, thoughtful, <laughs> let's think of religion in a big picture Christian, not like there's like specifics we have to follow. Um, not like I can't use my bra as a weapon. <laughs> right. They, 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 basically the angle more so on my talk and because it was the girls talk, it was kind yeah. of more like a look, you know, there is the possibility that you gals will have sex before marriage and that is on you to decide and on your heart. Um, just, it was a very almost like slut shamey esque, like just keep in mind that once it's gone, it's gone and people might talk about a reputation, which isn't exactly like in terms of people will talk and reputate, like that's maybe not a terrible thing to warn a teenage girl of like, this is something that'll happen, but there definitely is a way to say it. That's like, you know, I think it's fair to say like you might face scrutiny over this, that, or the other thing, but at the end of the day, you have to be yourself or I I don't know. There's just probably like a better way to go about it. Cause that was the time that I was like, all right, just take it fucking easy. All right. Yeah. you have to make a case for a rule. Every rule needs a case for it. Yeah. Like not just, and the case shouldn't just be, if you don't have this rule, bad things happen. Mm. There, especially a rule like that where it's yeah. like, well, we all want to do one thing and the rule is the other thing. So why is that the rule? There should yeah. be a reason for that, right? I and will, like you I don't will, really hear I will say, that I was, presented in I a way that- I was close with the girls who were in that group. Like we were really good friends and we would tell each other everything. None of us were like sexually active or even like barely kissing boys. So it was also a little bit right. like, you're talking about something that in our minds right now conceptually is like 30 years in the future. Like we're not 30. even going to have to worry about this. Until <laughs> I'll we're be in our, dead then. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Honestly, I I'll will. Be dead. <laughs> Certainly yeah. married off by that point. It it did feel yeah. a little bit like let's get them while they're young. Let's introduce this idea of like virginity. But I I also remember that was literally the only time that we had a talk like that. And I think I, I don't know if they got feedback about it or whatever. But it was a little bit like why are you telling us this? Why do you care? And also like okay like it's just like i don't know what to do with this information except remember it for a time like this that's so interesting because for me uh growing up in like a pretty jewish community and growing up uh my family is pretty involved in the temple uh and and still is uh one no no like uh temple related group ever had sex at all like any sexual talk with me it was always that only was from school Mm. and it was never wow And it was never moralized about. It was like, this is what sex is. This is what could happen. Here's how to prevent those things. That's there was no moralizing. It was very like black and white. Like yeah, public public school in Texas a little different, but uh, good to hear. Good to hear. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I I mean that's interesting. That's interesting because like uh, they don't go into the theology of sexual morality. No, they don't. Uh. 
I mean, oh, no, sorry, I'm not answering for Bridget. I was, but no, my, yeah, my, like, sorry, <laughs> mine didn't, and yet it did also. But sorry, no, Bridget, you answered this question. You're the host. Um, I yeah, I never had um, like even you would meet. Uh, at th- I think it's all, it might be different for men and women because a lot of rabbis don't want to meet with older women alone or like once you're bar mit- bat mitzvah you're you're not really meeting with a rabbi alone anymore where men are right so right. that's yeah different and is its own set of issues uh but i did you know i would go to a rabbi every week before i got bat mitzvah and like train with him and talk with him and it, yeah nothing was ever brought up like that yeah it, that's, that's probably for the it's, it's, for yeah. an adult male yeah 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 because we had women, we had women talking to us. Yeah, there was no woman in our. T- I yeah, there was no woman in our temple who would have talked to us about that. Really. Mm. Wow. So I, you're out there in the world, just cut loose. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I mean, I I don't. Well, I okay. You didn't go buck wild. I didn't go buck wild. Your parents, <sighs> your parents probably talked to you. And probably your mom maybe even separately uh, talked to you the way that I think most teenage girls have some kind of parental interference. Yeah. Not like, don't do yes. this, don't do that. I shut that, that top but down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you did. Being I, me. I, I, you don't even need to tell me. I know exactly what you did. Being me, my yeah. mom came in very sweetly like, hey, we should talk. You know, you're you're about to, you're, you're getting to that age. We should talk about uh, boys. And I was like, no. I walked away. I straight up was like, "No, I gotta, I got homework," <laughs> uh, and like left the room. I I so visualize you, you pushing her out of your room via your door, like just closing right. it literally yeah. onto her. I, I'm but so you sorry, just I need to know where, where, where the clitoris is. No. Yeah, and then and you, that's it. And you never uh, found out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I very quickly was like, "Oh, maybe later we'll talk about this." Uh, and and so, so wait, do you feel like that talk? would have benefited your life in hindsight like if you'd had it do you feel like your life would be better no no i i don't i don't think you're fine you're fine carving your own wild path i watched a lot of tv like i had no limits on uh like what (laughs) ratings what ratings of tv i could watch i could watch you know pg-13 art no one thank god for porn so (laughs) it was it was just like oh i watched friends i get it now I get the mechanics. Yeah, yeah, they're they had yeah. it all figured out. Yeah, yeah. Friends yeah. really was peak sex education uh, for me, certainly. Yeah. Uh, I, I, but, but so I understand. But like, I legitimately feel like I. I mean, again, I'm a now I'm an older man, so right. like, I look back and think, well, there were things that would have made me more considerate mm. as a young dater. Uh, like not even so much sexual things, but just sort of like this is what you're supposed to do. Like I'm the kind of person that would benefit from that. Yeah, uh, I and it, also p- people's feelings might not have been hurt. Here's because I would have yes. been smarter about stuff, right? For, yeah. Okay. I w- okay. Bridget, say your take because I have a take on this. Actually, um, I now that you're talking about and talking about kind of in that context, I I think. I think by the time my mom wanted to have that conversation, my reaction to that conversation was already like, I don't want to talk about this. So I think whatever effect, you know, a lack of sex education or like an openness and willingness to talk about sex was like completely manifested. And now I'm unwilling to talk about it. Now I have a very hard time talking about it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. We're, t- we're ta- I think we're talking about two different things. We're talking about literal sexual education mm. and kind of a general topic of you are 
experiencing puberty, you are changing. This is what right. to expect. This is what might happen. This is also, and, and on another level, this is also physically why your penis looks like that in the morning. This is what's coming right. out of your yeah. vagina. No, I'm See, talking like about that, that technical sign. And then, th- and this is what I'm getting to. This is the take. Mm. I think what we're also talking about is parental or otherwise adult influences on literally the social cues of dating when to ask somebody out how to reject somebody um what you should do on a date etc and on that level truly after all of these episodes of rough stuff and i just turned 28 so now i am old and wise baby i would say that what we're talking about on that end of like parents helping you with your social cues that can never exist. And as an adult now, I would never give a teenager the cheat guide or code <laughs> or, or dating advice whatsoever because I truly do believe there are some aspects about raising a child and especially being responsible somehow for a teenager. You kind of have to let them fumble through it because that is life experience because here's the reality situation my mother right now could call me and and she does tell me everything that i need to do in order to be successful and she's exactly right but i don't do that because i don't want to hear it from my mother who is always right so there's that element and then also too sure uh honestly even teen i'm not even that far away from teenagers age-wise a whole new culture a whole new language yeah but think about it like I could not, you could not put me into a high school and I'd be like, what's up teens and instantly be. We can't never been kissed you, huh? (laughs) I cannot be admitted into that social life. And this is where truly like almost the sacred secret all parents have or, or adults who take care of kids have to accept, which is like, I think especially when it comes to dating to a degree, to a reasonable degree, you kind of just have to let them fumble and embarrass and and heartbreak their way through it because this is a shared universal experience that we all we are all baptized by this fire the way you get better at dating is you date <laughs> and you fail at dating indeed. it's i mean it's kind of like what i was talking about open mic you got to be bad at that shit in order to be good and i think dating I is the exact I, same I, way i i agree that for instance like uh values shift a lot more rapidly now than they did for instance like generations before so there's that problem and the mechanics of dating as a cultural institution are not that old yeah like dating is kind of not that old of a thing right but the but how can it possibly be better to just like all right, now go find your spirit guide, my friend. Here's a knife. Good luck well, out let me, there. Let me ask, I mean, what, what, would like, you, what would you have liked to have heard and yeah. what would you have listened to? That's the other thing. What is you as yeah, a teenager can, um, would have been like, okay, good advice. Well, I wasn't uh, a particularly angry teenager, believe it or not. Mm. Uh, so I probably would have listened to more than it sounds like you would have, uh, which doesn't I, make I, me I better know. or worse. It, I just think that's... Because I, I, I'm very... My parents, we have a fabulous relationship. Yet, yeah. is there not something of you don't understand because you're not my age, and when you were dating, you weren't texting sure. people the way I'm texting people? I think it's th- I think it's that more than yeah. a rebellion of "fuck you, mom." It's more like no, you don't understand when really they do. Well, of course. Well, but if they do, then their advice is needed, whether the teenager thinks so or not. Right. Right. I just like, don't. Ultimately- are you going to accept that as truth? 
and applicable or is there not a part of you that's going to say, oh, well, you're not in math class with me and this so-and-so. You know what I'm saying? There's that element right. of doubt. You don't know how it is in algebra. I don't know. Right. I also don't know what advice a, 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 someone could give a teenager that's not like, it, you're going to get your heart broken a couple times and it's going to be awkward and weird. Like, I don't know if there's a way too, around that. That's what I'm saying. Someti- sometimes you got to just like let your kid touch the stove so they learn. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's well, a little I, bit of- I think there's I think there's things like, listen, when this when you have these kind of feelings, you need to know they mean X. Right. So, for instance, it, it wasn't until like being a little older that it I understood, for instance, people won't just say yes or no. When you ask them questions, right? You're gonna have yes. to like, okay. You're gonna have to like, uh, sort of get a sense of enthusiasm, right? This is a cultural issue, by the way, mm-hmm. but it's not yeah. like it's yes. a fucking mystery. Okay. It's okay. not like yeah. it's a mystery, this is, right? This is, We've known this that. This is expanding for me, yeah. But there's yeah. that. Uh, there's also like, uh, there's like, hey, listen, if you're feeling like you're not enjoying hanging out with this person, that's the you time where you need to them. admit that and and tell them. Right, like Got even it. if it's awkward, you need to tell them just just mechanical things like that that are like right. about courtesy oh, and thoughtfulness. Yeah. You know, you're you're absolutely right, and I think uh, now, like thinking back on it, there there are like things that, uh, I I feel like that's just in a lot of cases, or maybe just mine, it, things that I remember my parents saying to me, kind of like not in in the context of that that applied to that that I think was just a universal rule like I remember being at an amusement park I'm not a roller coaster person all my friends were going on a roller coaster and I was scared and my mom saying you don't have to do anything you don't want to do ever uh and like that Mm. and that like that moment I don't know if she even remembers that but I remember stick like her the way she said that to me I picked up on like that's a thing I should keep in mind that you know yes yeah um, okay, yeah. So now we, okay, I understand now what you're talking about. Like in terms of, and I think this is honestly, this has to start as soon as, soon yeah. as a child is socializing. This is yeah, not younger. just teenager. Yeah. This, yeah. this is like, okay, I got you. And it's, I it's got because you. it's more sophisticated social cues, right? It's yeah. not just like, hey, now it's, it's time to share. Honestly, it's sometimes that. sometimes it's nonverbal, which is also right, very hard right. to Often read at is. times. Often it's it like, is. And I think also, I, I mean, this is, I, I think it also comes down to certainly a little bit of difference raising um, a, a boy and a girl uh, in that sure. in that I think the the way that young girls uh, you know begin to socialize is is not as on the surface we're, we're a little more depth just not socially I would think at just reading those yes, kind there's of layers there yeah yes uh, how and then yeah guys don't really you guys punch each other and then make up. You know, it's very... Uh, we don't We don't have as conscious a sense of our layers. Right. Like, like, like men have layers that they don't understand they have mm-hmm. until they're much older and have to, like, peel them apart. Yeah. And I think also, like, I, I talked to... Talking to some of my guy friends about this, like, there, there are things of just, like, how I act in a crowded space and how they act in a crowded space that aren't the same. Like, I notice everybody around me. Right. I know exactly what's happening, like... Who, mm. who the who the dude yes. sitting at? I know that there's like a, a, a yeah. weird yes. kind of person sitting at the table behind, like someone I'm uncomfortable with sitting at the table behind me. I and don't, guys don't pick up on that as much. Yeah, I'm a fucking rhinoceros in a room. It's like, yeah. what am I looking at? I'm going for that. You know what I mean? Like, right. uh, I don't think about 
the vibe of the room unless it's changing in a way I can perceive. Right. But yeah. that, Bridget, I would say is not even something that is something we unfortunately inherit as a yes. society. But I think, you know, but the yes, first, the first it, but step yes, in girl, is kind of, talking about it, is having that conversation. That yes. And about. we're not the first per- people to say that girls are traditionally forced to, quote unquote, grow up faster right. because we at a very young age have to be told, hey, keep keep your eyes and ears open. Right. That's yeah. that is more our conversation of like, hey, yeah, yeah. A burden, we, a responsibility. Lecture, like, careful what you do with that thing. Yeah. Careful what you do with that thing. It's ours a is, right. Ours yeah. is everyone around you is is going to hurt you. So just keep an eye out. Yeah. I mean, right. Yeah. Uh, Truly. I, I mean, mean that's what my as, quote unquote uh, sex talk at church was. It was not yeah. even about sex. Yep. It was more like this is what other people are going to say about you. That yeah, that's that's a convert. The conversations that I had with my parents about that I that I let go on were very much like be careful. Just be careful of everyone. Because it's really not even about yeah. you. It's about other people. That's what my parents say about drunk driving too. It's not about you on the road late at night, who else? This is a very dynamic why, conversation. I think that's why men are so interested, or not men, I shouldn't generalize. I think right. that's why a lot of the sort of like sexualization that I've had of women who I've sort of met uh, is about them ignoring that rule. Like, you know how right. we all sort of want danger boys? We all want danger <laughs> yeah. boys, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. everyone wants them. So like, like I've, but like, I also have met a few danger boys that were women, of course. Yeah. And, uh, the thing that makes them that way is that they don't know that rule. Yeah. Or they don't think that rule applies to them, you know? And it's like, Ooh, you know? Yeah. Uh, I think that's fascinating. It is. I mean, also that, that kind of, uh, attitude works in very specific circumstances. Or maybe Well, okay, Bridget, you ready for a story? I got one for you. All right. It's a little bit it's a little intense. Are you ready? Let's, Are you ready for this? Okay. Sure. Okay, sorry. So well, actually I'm not sorry. No, 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 no. Whatever. Yeah. So uh so I one time in my whole life, uh I I turned down a threesome, right? Now oh. uh this is as an adult. Now hold on, so uh, Thank you for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> right, obviously, yeah. It wasn't. This was uh, when I was nine. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, can you. you imagine? <laughs> so, but like, this is why. This is how it relates, right? So, like, mm-hmm. I've. By the way, uh, I don't. That's probably a threshold I'll never cross. I think it's safe to say. Yeah. But the reason why is because the the proffer of that was offered. It was it was sort of offered in a way that was like the like a person trying to be the seductress. So yeah. like that, what that means is uh, like two people walk up, one woman sort of like starts rubbing my leg in front of other people at a party. Right. Like very publicly, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it just triggered every moral feeling I have, which yeah, is like, sure. can't do that. That's can't, <laughs> it's wrong. Like, that's yeah. the wrong thing, you know? Yeah. No, I can't do it. Uh, and I think it's because... Uh, like I, I think we all kind of like flirting with Danger Boys, but like agreeing to the contract. Oh yeah, that's a whole other thing. going down the rabbit hole is oh, is scary. Yeah. See, see. Also, every time I point to a celebrity, I'm like, oh, I would fuck them. Are you kidding me? If Chris Pine came up to talk to me at a bar at a party, You've... I would, I would shut down. I'd be yeah. like, oh, thanks you so much. Him. Have a good night, and just like tr- do my best to just like walk the hell yeah. away. Because in reality, like. No, I don't know him. I I don't like. Maybe he's a fucking son of a bitch. I just think he's pretty. 
right? Yeah. It, it's it, it, we do sort of fantasize about a thing that when it's presented, it's not it's so much harder. At all oh, yeah. than so you much. Thought. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. Even though this is a shitty movie now, American Beauty, they got that moment super right. Yes. Which is, you know, like how he's been fantasizing with that right. woman. And, and then, then it, there yeah. it is. And it's like, oh, no, it's a kid, you know? Yeah. Well, at some yeah. point, yeah. If, if you're not if you're not a Danger Boy, uh, which right. petition to change the name of this podcast to Danger Boys. Uh, Please. If you're n- <laughs> granted. With, with Adam Ganser. With Adam as co-host. Uh, we'll need it. Yeah. With Adam as co-host. Uh so if yeah. you're not a danger boy and you are presented with one, uh, you know, it's danger. So your flight or flight reflexes kind of kick in at yeah. that moment. And uh, yes, us, uh, us, us uh, safe boys, we we stay in. We 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 leave. I shouldn't say yeah. stay in. We we flight. Yeah. Yeah. That's flee, where, or, or, or you get paralyzed, right? Right. You get paralyzed yeah. with like. Oh, yeah. this is suddenly this is that. This is and I real, don't. and I I'm in over my head. I will you know? posit though a yep. danger boy, like an aggro danger guy, a little bit different if it's a danger anyone else because a danger boy, like when a guy is being sexually aggro to you, there is a part of you that's like I don't know if you're role playing or if you're being dead serious. Yeah. <laughs> and in either case, boing, I'm gone. Yeah, that's a, a terrifying line too, right? Is like yeah. uh because you you probably don't sympathize with this problem, but uh as a man, you often have to negotiate not verbalizing the thing that you're doing mm-hmm. sure. because it because it kills it for sure. him. So yep. that means you have to dip your toe into these territories and it's like uh boy, you don't want to be in the wrong toe. Right. Uh, I I do I do I do genuinely feel for like cis hetero man specifically because you do still want to get your groove on and your freak on with a woman um and you also have the responsibility of like i want the person i'm hitting on to know that i am from a safe i am a safe boy right i'm even a though safe i do boy. i want to be yeah. direct and i do definitely want to get my freak on with you madame however i need you to know fully before we engage in this that i am safe and i will take right. no for an answer confidently right I, like there is that right that that responsibility that unfortunately falls on you yeah uh, like I'm not really I don't own this leather jacket I rented it to impress you right. I can take it off at any time exactly right. yeah. this is an uh, this is a performance and now we're talking about gender I, performance yeah. and let's have this conversation well also I think I do think Ooh. it it, it kind of wraps around to you know what we were saying all along in uh, people especially if we teach people to let their let the thoughts in their head or like the emotions they're feeling like let them have them and be able to vocalize mm. them because that solves a lot of these problems. If uh, there wasn't such a stigma of like, hide, uh, you know, keep your feelings down, hide them. You don't have to express them. Find another way. Then. Uh, yeah. If I you feel could like- just go up to someone and be like, Hey, I think you're really beautiful. And I'd like to talk to you in a flirtatious way. Do you accept? They keep an, they keep an honest person honest. Yeah. But the question becomes, what do you do with, and I, I mean this in a gentle way. What do you do with a person who's like Bridget, who will not verbalize like that? Like they mm. can't. You know what uh, I mean? Uh, and yeah, well, then right? Am I <laughs> yeah. wrong? Am I oh, wrong? No, about that, I, I, I. Anyone who's dated me, I feel awful for. Because <laughs> you don't need to. You don't need to feel awful for him. But uh, but what do you do about it? I. 
Well, you, you just gotta you just gotta learn how to read the person, and that truly is a commitment to becoming close. Whether it is a friend like me or a boyfriend like what's his face, um, you know, you just ha- <laughs> like if you kind of like what we were talking about earlier. Let's bring this all full circle. Oh, this is a full conversation because Adam, you were talking mm. earlier about the difference between trying versus like really putting your heart and soul and effort into it. And I think when you are talking to somebody in any situation that's hard to read, I think even that individual can recognize when I'm trying to make a sincere, earnest connection with them or when I'm just blowing smoke up their ass with small talk. I think that is yeah. very apparent. I, well, I also think this is where, you know, not this is kind of a gray area in that some boundaries need to, or or yeah, some boundaries, I guess, you need to break through your, unco- like your comfort zone at some point. Because for me, having that conversation right. is very much like, you're you're putting in a lot of work. You're screaming into a towel. To no, just- nothing wrong. Nothing wrong with dipping your toe in the water. And Bridget, I fully agree that sometimes, me as a myself as a person, I have to tell myself like, say more things, talk, engage. You know what I mean? Like you have to force yourself. But I think it might be a different issue for a person uh, with the background and proclivities of a per- of like Bridget, right? Like it's not hard for me to say to somebody, and I understand there's a gender. There's gendered reasons for this, but it's not hard for me to be like, yeah, I'm not into that, right? That, that's not that hard for me. And I, yeah. I think it's to a lesser degree also not as hard for you, Sarah, but I think for Bridget, that is tough, right? Like that is harder for you. Yeah. Am I no. wrong about that? Yeah, because yeah, it, no, you're not. Uh, Because yeah, I don't have that practice of like, uh, feel how you're feeling and that's okay. I have the practice of like, Bridget's got to stay neutral, so... Yeah, Bridget it's must to... be Switzerland. So, so do yeah. your boyfriends <laughs> have to? Do your boyfriends have to make a space where they many... push you to this place? Do your many? Do your many paramours have to be like, okay, yeah. Bridget? You know what? I'm I'm gonna step in, Adam. I think yeah. they obviously, if they're a boyfriend at this point, they like her enough that whatever this is with Bridget, where she can't say how she's feeling ever <laughs> they have accepted that this is what i'm saying though they have developed their mm. own language and this is what i'm talking that. about when it's about like making an actual real effort to connect with the person because god i have I, this has happened to me where i'm like i don't know if they like me or not and then one night they're like oh my god sarah i love you so much like you're so funny i'm like really because i feel like i've been talking to a brick but oh, it is no. about the intention it's the intention versus what is actually being said no i have to be pushed to have that conversation that's true i i i okay. I, 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 I was yeah. giving you a lot yeah. there, you were gi- you were no. giving you were you were giving me way too much i i do think it's necessary to <laughs> that's how that's how like um uh, any like uh something i would call a relationship would work is like if i'm willing to sit down and be like we're gonna push past me feeling very uncomfortable about this conversation and have it do you so anyway do you ever initiate relationships do you ever initiate them or are they? Do they always happen to you? They happen to me. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that, uh, that's, that's how some people that's how, live, that, right? That 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 feels shitty to say. I mean, it's not like I'm. I'm. Why? That's okay. Uh, There's nothing wrong with that. What's y- wrong with that? It, well, people are allowed not, to like you. Yes. Sure. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I. I feel like that's. Almost too, too passive uh, of a way to put it. But 
Well, okay, and, you're right. I, I kind of gave you a false binary, right? Where it's like right. either you are initiating or they happen to you. Like, right. I'm, I'm not assuming that you're an agentless, like, robot that's. Like, right. Well, yeah, I just don't want to say like. Accepting all that, offers. You know, it, yeah, it, it, it feels wrong to say that, like, I am not making decisions here and that I don't also like this person and have, like, initiated. Right, some right. Sort of, right. Uh, somewhere but in the middle ground. You don't ground. necessarily. Take yeah. the active piece. No, I, that's I see a- that you want to move on, but I I have one more thing I want to say about this, if you don't mind. Uh, yeah, this is a I great mean, so like, episode. I I'm actu- laughing. I'm laughing my balls off. This is the funniest episode we've ever done. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm worried that we recorded my therapy session, but uh, I was just thinking this is so much more intimate are. than when our own yeah. when our own parents were on. But Adam, you've been requested to be yeah. on the show before by the fans, so I say I have, get after. Oh, her. I mean, I uh, you you go ahead and this is your time. So my eight fans, thank you. Uh, so wait, <laughs> but but like, look, look, look. So the reason I say that, Bridget, we actually share that that quality. Yeah, of not wanting to verbalize uh, when the like I think not wanting to verbalize in a way that might cause somebody pain or create a bummer situation. Right. You yes. know what I mean? Like, like yeah. for different reasons. You're protecting. You're yeah, protecting for yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. So, like in my case, that creates all kinds of problems. Where like I kind of need women to like telegraph, but the kind of woman that's attracted to me won't do that. Right. You know what I mean, like it's it becomes a real gotcha. issue, and I'm like, and I'm wondering if in your case, like, are is it working this methodology, or is it like, is it creating people that you are happier dating, or like, and not commenting on your per- current person, I could take him out, yeah, but just in general, <laughs> is it working? Um, you know what I mean? You know, it's it's failed in the. It's failed before. I think when it has worked out, uh, it's because that person is like a little there. I feel like in the situations where it has worked out, it's been the kind of person who is willing to push and have that conversation. And in the situations that it hasn't, it's been the kind of person who we're just going to let things go until this isn't a relationship anymore. Yeah. Gonna, yeah. yeah, they, they will, go, like they, yeah. entropy takes over. Yeah, exactly. So that yeah, in in a successful situation, it's, yeah, it's and Sarah, do you do you start it? You start it, right? No. Here's the thing about me and why I am sitting this conversation straight up and out is I do not date. I do not have many partners. I am very rarely on the market. It truly is something that takes such a low priority in my life. I'm literally not even kidding. Sometimes I forget. Get. And then one day I wake up and I'm like, God, I feel so lonely inside. And then I realize, right, because I haven't allowed anyone or asked anyone to go on a date in like two years. So actually, yeah. I have nothing to say and no experience on this matter whatsoever. And I'm really not even <laughs> kidding about this when I say like, it's just not what I do. So I mean, I am somebody that like, and Adam, you had the correct read of me. Like when I'm feeling something, I I will just say it out loud. Uh, and actually recently yeah. I had one of those out loud moments and in the moment it was reciprocated, but later both of us agreed, you know what? We were feeling that way at that time specifically. And now it's like a little bit 
a different. Oh, way. we've let the we've let the cart go so far in front of the horse in the heat of the moment that there's no reconfiguring. So unfortunately, that did not work out. Um, mm. But I I do mm. in my that's a shame extreme. Yeah, it is a shame. It's very disappointing and still very hard to talk about. Um, but I do feel strongly, though, that in terms of a relationship, whether it is just a few months of good times or it's something more serious, whatever, I really do feel like even before it's spoken, both parties are, are vibing in the same kind of vibe. And then what is scary and why I think we as human beings avoid it is something that we've already touched on, is like once it's said, then it becomes a reality. And it's like, right. We have been hanging out and see each other for six months and or whatever it is. And now we're at the precipice of like, so is this going to continue and we're going to go down the path of like growing this further or are we just having fun with one another? And and real talk, if it's right, it's right. And if it's wrong, it's not wrong. And if one person's on one page, you know, call it a day. It's fine. That's literally like the number one reason why people don't work out is because one person kind of has one idea and another person has another. And it's when you talk about it, though, that's when it gets messy because truthfully, and since we're going deep, and I've already said so something so deep earlier, uh, I, I did initially had a thought of like, I shouldn't have said anything at all. Or I could have said that sure. differently or I should have waited to say that. But truthfully, at the end of the day, I said as I was feeling at the time, and so did he, and and we talked it out and it didn't work out. And that is the end of the story. And that is the story. You know what I'm saying? Like there is something almost empowering about that the fact that nothing was left unsaid. No, seriously, nothing was the, left unsaid. The audience and is it missing, didn't work out. The audience is missing the majesty of her hand gestures. Like yeah. Just, oh, I'm, just I am. The, just telling that I am living this story. Of them the, and listen, also yeah. their, this what I'm talking about has intensity. She, this is a very cathartic episode in so many ways because <laughs> what we're talking about now, some of the things I brought up about like what happened to me earlier this year, this has kind of been an undercurrent of my year, and that's fine, right? We all have those things sure. that we ruminate yeah. on, and that that makes us better people. Honestly, it it teaches us, it helps us grow, it makes us better people. But even now, like there is strength sometimes in saying things out loud to trusted friends or perhaps an audience that I'm just realizing is going to listen to this. <laughs> I mean, you got the power oh of the God. edit. Oh, my God. Also, I think you no, guys Abe, need, you keep guys it need all, to keep know it all. That, uh, people, I think people more than laughs, I mean, I, they want laughs, but more than that, I think they want connection, right? I mean, and yeah, like, that's, yeah. Uh, that, that's, that's what your show is, really. Your show right, is no, really no. about, like, here's a, yes. here's a backdoor entrance to connection, right? Right. Uh, uh, that that was absolutely always the thesis. That's why, like, we got, you know, we did this conversation. Did I'm, not go I'm the loving way this. I I'm loving this. I know I I am loving this, and especially for the end of 2020, I love this. Is how we are wrapping up our year at Rough Stuff. Truly. What, what did you think it was going to be, Bridget? Did you think it was going to be like you're going to learn about? Uh, I just, thought like, I w- middle school stuff. Like, I um I you here's the thing. I was like, this is definitely an avenue. This is one road in front of me. The other road is like Bridget, you less traveled. Yeah. Uh Bridget, yeah, the ro- certainly the road less traveled is Bridget being the driver's seat. It's Bridget take control of your podcast. And that didn't happen. And that did not happen. I'm but sorry, I'm, Bridget. I'm it's no, it was it's, look. 
This is a, this conversation is great. And I, I, I do this, no, this is, I'm telling you, this is a great episode. This is a great episode. You know what? Honestly, Bridget, we'd be giving them fluff. We had our parents come on to tell us how great we are, how funny we've always been. Blah, 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 right. Two months. I loved your moms, by the way. The real. Both of your moms were really enchanting, uh, especially your mom, Bridget, <laughs> because I was like, oh, your mom's kind of a badass. I see what this is. Oh, uh, really? is that how she came off? She came Mis- off misdemeanor, a lot more... misdemeanor Greenberg. Misdemeanor. Yeah, she came off a lot more sort of like this is how this is gonna be. Like she was like laying the laying the law down a little bit on the episode. They were yeah. funny. I they loved, were fucking funny. Yeah, loved that's, it. All right, that's good. They were very nervous about it, so they'll they'll no. They like, were wonderful. Yeah. They, they crushed. Yeah, they were they prepared. Uh, my mom had yeah. writ- like they had notes. Yeah, so I'm they I'm happy notes. we got the amazing. Mom. They had notes. My parents. But, uh, by the way, have never enjoyed a creative endeavor that I have made. Never. <laughs> They've never enjoyed it. I don't mean to laugh. I, but yeah. Like they don't listen and they don't. No, it's true. They don't listen and they, they they support, but they don't like it. You know? Sure. Yeah. I, I think. I'm yeah. not too bad. Honestly. My parents listen to every respect. other one of these. They, they're, they're putting in the time, which I respect. Oh, my and mom I, is, my mom is listening to this. My mom is listening to this right now and drafting a text. As I am speaking, she is texting so great. me. I swear to God. She's yeah. Uh I enjoyed her brief appear her brief cameo in this episode as person who lets you yell at her when you Woman blow on it at phone. stand up. <laughs> Woman on phone. And you yeah. know that's uh that's Debbie Griffith. Woman. Yeah. Uh great. But no, this uh I think this still Gannis. fits our theme. This is a conversation with Adam Beautifully. Dancer. Uh, and this is this is what they are. And uh, thank you for coming on. They are like this. You bet. I the, I, uh, I tried not to, uh, to go full Dave on you and like just completely derail it, but I may not have succeeded. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah it was great. As always, great talking to you, buddy. Yeah. Uh, you, got, you know I love you. And Sarah, well, this is really our first conversation. What a pleasure. I know, it's yeah. Been. Nice to yeah. meet you. Nice to get to know you a little bit more. And very intimately, very quickly. Which is every rough stuff, sure. guess. It's like, wow, I works. just met you, and yeah. now I know so much about you. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. This is the human yep. connection. Yep. Um, Ships passing in the night. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, is there anything... I mean, <laughs> the people who are listening to this are... Obviously, they they know Small Beans. They know the channels. Is there a... They do. Anything if, anything you want to shit out? Uh, well, I'm sure if they, if they listen to this podcast, they're aware of yeah. the other three that I do. Uh, I don't have anything to announce yet, Bridget. Someday. 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 We're looking forward to A Twitter to handle? That. A website. Maybe something we can click on. Well, uh, you can see a lot of the works that I collected that I did at Cracked on my personal website, which is ganserfilms.com, without ads, uh, and also with their proper titles that we gave them internally. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, (laughs) So it's a collection of like my favorite work, uh, if that's a thing that you want to waste an afternoon doing, by all means. It won't help me, but it might help you. Uh, Because Well, my mom will click... And uh, it's it's also what you've decided was what helped inform a lot of my own website. So it's like, oh, Adam. Oh, did you good. did you use it? Okay. I, I I use Great. yours as a template of like because you're I you have a very meticulous eye, and if you liked yeah, a yeah. thing enough to put it on a website, I was like, okay, so that was good. I'm not <laughs> crazy. Bridget Bridget is being kind. 
I used to I, when I watch a movie when I'm directing, I stare at the monitor like a complete maniac, it's insane. like an unhinged maniac. <laughs> it's, I wish I yeah. filmed it. I wish I've filmed it just once from the corner. It, it the eyes are like bulging out, the eyebrows are going everywhere, uh, mouth in the lines like a stage mom. It's yeah, it's, I am doing it's, that. Uh. It's a it's a, I I that is one of my greatest regrets of us uh, our time at Cracked is that I didn't one time film you behind the monitor secretly. You sh- so somebody once did in film school, they filmed me when I was watching a drama that I was making. And, and yep. like it happened to be this time when an actor was like, I need you to intimidate me. So like, okay. I had to do this oh. whole thing. Up- Have I ever told you about this? I had to do this whole yeah. thing where I had to yell at an actor and they filmed oh. it. That's just, that's for performance good. reasons? No, no, yeah. it was fine. No, no, I, oh, okay. I, it was. It's what they wanted. They wanted to right. be yelled yeah. at. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I get reasons. that. But, but yeah, it's that, incredible. Yeah, that, yeah, that's a that's an intense uh, footage. That's an intense time. Just you like at honest ads behind the monitor. Yeah, uh, is is a true picture of uh, <laughs> <laughs> of directing. A maniac at work. Of directing. Yeah. Of a, <laughs> yeah. A director true. at work. Uh, we'll go on forever if I, if this if you keeps let me happening. Do it. If, yeah. yeah it, if you let me co-host. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, that's why we're going to say goodbye to you, buddy. Uh, <laughs> that's why you're, hit the eject button. Send him off into the night. Send him hit, off into the night. Hit the eject hit button. shotgun. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but, uh, Bye. yeah. I love you guys. Yeah, thanks so much for listening, everybody. You can find us on the... You're here. You know where to find us. At... Say... No, say it, Bridget. We are at Rough Stuff Pod on Twitter and Instagram. You can email us at roughstuffpod at gmail.com. And finally, and you two are being so rude to all of our listeners. Well, you've been saying thank yeah, you. Yeah, we are. But we are. thank you. Sincerely, thank you. Genuinely, you have never had more podcast options to listen to than in this year. And yet, you come back to us... Yeah. Month and month again, some Wild. of you even donate to our Patreon, and some of you even go so far as to kindly rate, review, and subscribe to Small Beans on iTunes and tell your friends about this podcast. And I just want to say sincerely, yeah. thank you very much. Uh, we this, appreciate this is why it. I was co-host. just telling Bridget. Uh, well, I was telling Bridget earlier, literally, why, like, how embarrassing it is sometimes for me to have to tell people, like, I podcast, and like, okay, and I'm like, no, people actually listen to my thing. Like, I'm not just talking into the dark. People listen, and you listen. So thank you, and especially for yeah. being vulnerable with, us, vulnerable with us in this very intimate personal episode. We look forward to coming back January 2021 with Adam again <laughs> as our, our third going. Bridget will never have um, me on again. This is the very last time <laughs> because she knows next we're going to be like, so let's talk about how sex is going. Like I'm gonna ask. Uh, that. It's like right. I'm gonna lead off with that. I'm wearing a First hoodie question. right now. Uh, if if this, it's just like a waterfall of sweat under this hoodie. She's gone. <laughs> she's just gone. Okay, we can we can call it a night. Now now we we've said our thank yous. We've said yeah. our plugs. We have begged people to rate, review, review, subscribe. This gotta, podcast is two hours now. long. This is too much. Yeah, this podcast is two hours. Well, you're, you're welcome a champ for listening to this whole thing. Bye.